welcome to the fourth episode of the Boss Mommy Podcast. Today's topic is the life of a real estate agent. And today's guest is LaCaja Banks from Atlanta, Georgia. So let's jump right in. Um, so LaCaja, can you first tell everyone who you are and what you do? Yes, ma'am. Hi, everybody. I am LaCasia Banks. Um, I normally go by K. It just makes it a little bit easier to pronounce my name. I am 31 years old, and I'm originally from Milwaukee, but I left Milwaukee and moved to Georgia about 12 or 13 years ago. Um, I graduated with a degree in psychology from Georgia State University. Um, and since then, I have worked for um, nonprofits, um, have done some corporate work. Um, and in between there, I've been in the service industry, bartending, waitressing, um, private events and whatnot. And then for the last um, little over a year now, I have been in the real estate industry as a full-time realtor. Okay, awesome, awesome, girl. You busy. Okay. <laughs> so yes. that leads me into my next question. So what field were you in before you got started? Um, and what was your breaking point to make that made you leave? And I know you kind of just touched on that, but can you elaborate a little more about the field you were in before you got into the real estate? And like what kind of, you know, prompt you to go to real estate? Yeah, so um, I have a four-year-old son who, of course, is the light of my life. And uh, before he was born, I was working for a nonprofit um, dental organization in Alabama, which if you know, Alabama is right on the other side of Georgia. Um, so I was actually commuting every day. It was about an hour, hour and 15 minutes commute, which wasn't that bad. Um, but the job really didn't end up going in the direction that I thought it was going to go. And coupled with that, I was pregnant that last year that I was working for them and the commute started to be um, too much. So I pretty much just quit that for the remainder of my pregnancy um, and got back into serving and bartending. Uh, once my son was born, I was out of work. I was blessed, let me say that, I was blessed to be able to stay home from work. Um, for about four or five months um, and then I got back in and I just went back in for the fast money if anyone's in the service industry you know it's fast money easy money I was working um, in a restaurant in the airport so I was doing pretty okay you know along with being able to be flexible but um, I'm not a career bartender or a career server um, it's not what I want to do for the rest of my life and um I'm 31 years old. At this time, I was probably about 28. Um, and I just needed to figure out a way to get out of it. Um, uh, my degree is in psychology and sociology. So I've always had a desire to go back to school um, and get my professional counseling license and do some other things as far as like opening up transition homes and helping um, women and younger women who are transitioning and trying to get out of bad situations, whether it be incarceration or domestic, domestically violent situations. Um, but I needed a way to do that. Um, and of course, you know, at being a mother, oftentimes you have to weigh money and paying the bills versus chasing your dreams. Um, and real estate has always been in the back of the mind, but um, I always felt like it was something I would do later on, like once I get closer to retirement or, you know, once I've been in my career for a while, um, I never thought of it as something 
as my career first. Um, but a good friend of mine just really just poured into me and was just like, what are you waiting for? Do it. The worst thing that can happen is that you fail, but you won't know unless you try. Um, that's why it's really, really important to have people around you who will see the best in you even when you don't and to, will continue to pour into you and, and encourage you. Um, so I really just went out on a limb and I sacrificed for about six weeks and took the class, passed the class, and I jumped right in. Um, I just I literally just couldn't take it anymore. I found myself being depressed and unhappy when I was going to work. Um, and it just wasn't enough for me to go to work just to pay the bills. I just didn't feel like I was at my best. Interesting. Interesting. Yes. Okay. So the next question is, what are three hard things about being an entrepreneur? So, you know, well, me, I'm an entrepreneur myself. And some days I just be ready to give up and I'd be like, okay, it's too much. So a lot of women don't understand. I think on outside looking in, entrepreneurship looks easy. So what are some three things that you would say is hard about being an entrepreneur? Oh, well, well, it's definitely more than three things, okay, <laughs> but, um, but the first thing is, um, and like you said, a lot of people think that, you know, people who are entrepreneurs, small business owners, big business owners, they, you know, they see us on social media or they see the apparent flexibility they have that we have and they think, oh, you just at home collecting a check. And that's not it. Um, being in business for yourself, especially when you're first starting out, your business is only as good as the work that you put into it. Yes. So the first thing, the hardest thing about it is knowing that there is no one cutting your check but yourself. So if you don't work, the money won't come. Right. <laughs> so just remember, so holding yourself accountable is probably the first thing. Um, the second thing, you know, couples right into that is consistency. Um, that's really, really difficult, you know, for myself and I'm sure for a lot of others is that, you know, you'll, you'll be extremely motivated one week, you're up, you're grinding, you're making meetings, making appointments, you know, just really giving your all into your business. And the next minute, you know, you know, life hits you, things happen, the kids wearing you out. Or whatever or business is not going as well as you would like for it to and you lose that motivation and you know regardless of what industry you're in you know you're not you're not posting on your social media you're not sending out those emails you're not making those phone calls anymore and guess what your been your business falls falls down so being consistent even when things are are not so good um can be very difficult um and then also the third hardest thing is just finding that balance um just in life between life and work and living and making time for yourself, even though um, we are entrepreneurs and we are in business for ourselves. Um, once you realize that your work, your business is only as good as the work amount of work that you put into it, you'll find yourself being completely engulfed in your work. And you realize that it's been two months and I haven't even given myself a pedicure or it's been two weeks and all I've done is feed my kids and put them in the bed. We haven't done anything fun. I haven't taken them to the movies or something, anything like that. And you have to remind yourself to take days and be and be intentional about taking days, a few minutes or a couple hours to to give to yourself, give to your business and give to your family. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, one of the things that you touched on was um, 
balance. So yes, finding balance. I know a lot of people say it's no such thing as balance. And sometimes it's not because you're just going to have to, when you get up, you're going to have to go with the flow. You know, if you got to get the kids ready off the stool, you have to really like mentally prepare, like sit down and find time to work on your business. And then like you said, make sure you're doing stuff with the kids. So it will be no balance some days. You just have to make sure you're putting your all into whatever your business is, but still making time for yourself. And then sacrifice a lot of women don't know you have to sacrifice a lot like you said not getting a pedicure one week you might not get your hair sometimes I don't get my hair done you might not have to go shopping you might not get dressed some days you will have to sacrifice a lot when you are running a business because you just have to like have discipline you have to discipline yourself right absolutely yes um, and that leads us into the next question, which will be number four. So what is some advice that you would give women who are looking to enter into the real estate world? Um, the first thing is just to do it. Um, just to do it. I would definitely recommend um, finding some, a few people in the industry and reach out to them. And just ask, ask for a few minutes of their time, you know, coffee or something um, to get some insight on really what it takes. You know, a lot of people think that, oh, you know, real estate is just as easy as a Zillow search. And it's not, you know, there's a meme going around that says, do not confuse my real estate license with your Zillow search. (laughs) And and it's so true because I have people who are like, oh, I saw this house and or it told me my house was worth this much and you need to sell my house. And it's like that it's so much more more than that. Um, but it's not impossible. And also you have to know you have to um know why you're really into it. You cannot be in it just for the commission checks because the commission is nothing until it clears from the bank. You know, you will have done pull tooth and nail and giving your all to a client and to a property to get them to the closing table and somebody changes their mind or their financing financing doesn't go through. Um, So definitely just talk to a few people. You can reach out to me or myself. Um, You know, I'll make sure I'll leave my contact information for anyone who may be interested. Um, Anyone that you know that's in the industry um, and, and of course, do your own research as well. Do your research about your own market in whatever area that you live in. Um, also, financially, as with any business, um, if you have a full time job, great. Um, you can try to start out part time or even reach out to someone who's already in the industry and see if they're looking for an assistant. Um, while you get your license or shortly after you get your license. So you can kind of get your feet wet and also give you a chance to save up some hard money and have at least three to six months of um, living expenses saved before you can completely walk away from your full-time job. Because like I said, you know, real estate is very unpredictable. The money is not counted until it's in your hand. Um, So that's definitely a huge thing. Um, I actually, you know, like I said, I've only been in it a little bit over a year and business has been relatively good for me. Um, But a lot of it has been has been learning. So I do still bartend a little bit from time to time just to keep my head above water. Um, But I'm working towards being able to completely walk away from all other sources of income except for real estate by the end of the year. Um, But that's something I have to plan and hold myself accountable to do so. Um, 
So, yeah. So I think just plan financially, reach out to a mentor um, and, of course, do your own research. Okay, and would you say real estate is different from state to state? So, like, we have some ladies who might be listening that's back in Milwaukee. So, you know, and I know you say business is good for you in Atlanta. Atlanta is a little more bigger than Milwaukee. So what would you, what advice would you give someone who's living in a smaller city um, that's looking to do real estate? Uh, in a smaller city, you know what? A smaller city does not always mean smaller business. Okay. Maybe a smaller community, but bigger cities also means bigger competition. Um, right now, uh, I'll just speak for like Atlanta, Metro Atlanta, Georgia real estate market is extremely hot. Like business is booming. You know, are, are we right now? Um, when I checked the stats, I think last week we're down to about two months of inventory in houses. That means, which, you know, quickly explaining it, that means if no houses went on the market, in two months' time, there will be no houses for sale, mm. which it's crazy. Normally, on the average, the market average usually is about six to eight months, and we're down to two months. Um, so that just gives you an insight of what the market is doing. But with that being said, everybody's running to the real estate industry. Everybody's getting everybody's getting their license, um, and even and even doing so. Like I said before, you know, your business is about how much work you put into it in Georgia and in most places. Um, only about 20% of real estate agents are doing 80% of the business. So don't ever get in, discouraged by, because you say, oh, so-and-so got their license. They got their license and they got their license. Oh, too many people have gotten their license and they're practicing real estate. I don't want to do it anymore. Um, and even in a smaller town like Milwaukee, don't be discouraged by, oh, it's so small. I don't think there's enough business out there. If you don't worry about what anyone else is doing, if you're out there and you're putting out putting in the grind, putting in the time, putting in the effort, the business will come. Um, and just from a business, straight business perspective, just do your research on, on the market. The market, all of you, it's nothing but a quick Google search away um, to see what the market is doing, what the market trends, um, what's the average sale price. Um, and your first point of contact are people around you. See if there are people around you who are looking to buy or looking to sell. All right. All right. So. Um, so, yeah, so just do, you know, just finish and do your own research um, in whatever area that you're in. Check to see um, what the state laws as far are as far as reciprocity, if you have any connections in surrounding areas um, and don't ever be discouraged by, you know, what you think the next person is doing, because. You know, if you're doing the work, if you grind, if you put in the effort, the business, the business will come. Doesn't matter how many people are industry, it's a million and one people in the in the world and nobody is inventing the wheel. There's nothing new under the sun. That's absolutely correct. Because I hear a lot of women that come to um, some of the mommy events that I have and they say, well, I don't want to start a boutique because everybody has a boutique. I don't want to start um, a hair company because everybody has a hair company. Like, no, it's enough room for everybody. Like, no field mm -hmm. is oversaturated. So right. uh, a lot of those in industries are saturated, but they're not oversaturated. Real estate, hair, boutique, mm -hmm. it's a million people, like you said, in the world. So it's enough room for everybody. So that's mm -hmm. good that you touched on that. So, and another qu last question about real estate before we do the last question. Um, so if mm -hmm. someone wants to get their license in, um, let's say Chicago, would they be able to go to Atlanta and use their real estate license or state? 
Um, it is state by state, but I do believe I was doing some research about expanding my own business in most states. There are a few that don't, but most states have um, some sort of reciprocity law. Now, the details of it may be different from state to date, state, but most of them um, won't require you to take new classes or anything like that. There may be some licensing fees, but um, you would just have to find representation um, also in Georgia and buy a broker, representation by a broker also in Georgia and have permission from your broker in your home state. So you just have to find out the, the fine details, but for the most part, it's not very difficult. I would say if you have the connections between Wisconsin and, and, and Georgia or anywhere else, seek it out, you know, just see what the details are and it doesn't hurt to try. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. And the last question is, who is your favorite girl boss to follow on Instagram and why? Like someone that really inspire you, motivate you every time you see her, you like, yes, yes, yes. Um, I would have to say the first person that sticks out into my mind is Courtney Adelaide um, of the main choice hair company, hair products. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure a lot of people have seen her. She's blown up a lot in the last year or two and I've been following her since um, she was just doing hair tutorials and I've actually had the opportunity to uh, meet chat with her a couple times and um, even though we're in two totally different industries what I love about her is that she's so transparent and also she is always 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 giving back I don't think I have seen anyone of any magnitude give back as much as she does and she does it so humbly every chance that she's get she gets she's whether it be um you know actually just the other day she she gave brought a car for her teach her daughter's teacher who had been catching a few buses to get to her children's school wow her Right, right. Just out of the kindness of her heart, like, you know, and she doesn't, there were no news cameras or anything there. Of course, she posted it to social media because that's the age that we're in. But she just does things like that all the time. Um, She and I and I just want I want to be able to do that. And she also reminds me, reminds us that no matter where you are, no matter how big or how small, you have room in your heart to give, whether it be time, whether it be money or or whether it may just be offering the knowledge. Um, when I had the chance to list her on the panel at the um, Ladies Who Brunch camp conference, where's which, where's which I met you at, um, she brought up a good point of, of how she's not worried about any other hair company that's on the same shelf as her because there's room for everybody. And, um, and I always keep that in my, always keep that in my mind. Don't be discouraged and don't, and don't be so tight with it. If there's a way that she's doing something that's going to, sh- and she can share it and it'll help someone else. She's always willing to do that. I'm not worried about me sharing what I've learned with someone else in fear that they may outdo me. If they outdo me in some way then it was meant for them and not meant for me. Yes. Yes. So that is awesome because I, st- I talk about that a lot. Like, I don't mind. I do the women, um, the mommypreneur conferences to give back and share all my information. I share all my knowledge because I feel like what's for you is for you and what's for you, for them is for them. Like God got a plan for everybody. So don't be afraid to help us. Like the only way we all can be successful and succeed is by helping each other. Giving Uh back, make sure you give them, it don't take much. You don't have to be rich. 
Company Conference was to give back because you don't have to be rich. Don't wait until you get rich to try to give back. You don't have to do that. All it takes is sharing information to someone who you think might need it or doing something. You see somebody need help, help them out. A little go a long way. And I feel like God blesses those who blesses others. So that's why I make it my duty to share my information, starting this podcast and interviewing other women because this information like that you're sharing, this is awesome. This might help someone. So it's just little things that's free. It don't take money. You don't always have to charge. So it's just little things that go a long, long way. Absolutely. So like you said, we met at the Ladies Who Brunch um, conference. And I, I, I always tell women it's very important to go and be in the place to meet these type of people. Yes, Courtney, when she was on that panel, she just touched my heart, like just to hear. And that was my first time ever being in a um, place with her. But the mm-hmm. information she shared about giving back and the way that she was doing, I was just like, wow, I want to do that someday. So I tell ladies, it's very important to go to these women conference, women's brunches. You don't have to go to all of them but if you're trying to advance and meet people like we we met this is a connection Mm -hmm. you have to go to these places and connect with different type of people absolutely yep you have to surround yourself with like-minded people at all times yes yes so can you please tell the ladies where to find you and if you can they contact you if they have any real estate questions do you offer any classes or any information you would like to share before we end the call Absolutely. I am in Atlanta. I service all of Georgia right now. Wherever you need me to be, I will go if I can get there. Um, You can find me on Instagram at Estate. That's K-A-I-S-E-L-L-S dot real estate. Um, Also, I am powered by the fabulous and the fastest growing African-American real estate firm in Atlanta right now, Norman and Associates. Shout out to them and shout out to my team. We're a big family. Um, So you can find us at www.normanliving.com. And that's where you can find my bio and any listings and properties that I currently have. Um, If you ever want to hit me up, just ask me questions. You can hit me on Facebook under the same name or on Instagram, you can DL, DM me or email me at lbanks at normanliving.com. Um, and that's for anyone who's looking to purchase, buy, or get into the industry right now. Um, I don't have any classes coming up, but I am preparing to partner with some um, credit repair workshops because that's the number one pe- question people always ask. Okay, I got to get my credit together before I buy a house. Um, so I'm going to put together some credit repair and home buying seminars in the very near future. So look out for that. Awesome. All right. Thank you so much, LaCasia, for sharing your information with the ladies and we will talk Thank soon. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you so much for the opportunity. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.